This is episode number eight with serial entrepreneur Ginger Arboleda. Mabuhai and welcome to the Best of You podcast. I'm your host Mike Grogan and each week we give you an inspirational person or message designed to empower you to go further faster. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now let the show begin. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> I really, really appreciate you making some time. Yes, thanks for inviting me. Oh, um, my honor. I've, I've seen you. I've heard so much. I've read a lot about you, and I've heard so much from people I know recommending that you... Must... I hope they were good things. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> so let me introduce an attempt at introducing you. Because you have not met this easy <laughs> by, there's not one word that I can say that's going to do justice. So I'll attempt through my study of you okay. to uh, introduce you. And you correct me if I've got anything wrong or if I've got anything wrong. <laughs> Will that sure, be a deal? Sure, Yeah, sure. Deal. <laughs> okay, so where did I write this down? Okay, so you've been a blogger. You are our blogger. Yes, um, I am. For Manila Reviews, Manila Fitness, and Mommy Ginger. Yes. All .com addresses. You have been an ad an account executive for ad agencies. Yes. You've been a manager director of a fast food franchise. Yes. <laughs> You've been involved in the banking sector for over seven years. Yes. You're a certified yoga instructor. Yeah. You uh, are a dog breeder. Yes. A freelance makeup artist, a yeah. product stylist. You're the founder of Manila Workshops, yes. which provides a venue and a community for people to continuously learn and inspire for their professional and personal <laughs> yes, life that's goals. True. And you're a, a social entrepreneur. You're and in particular the one that impresses me, well I'm all impressed by this, is you're a mentor for startup entrepreneurs yes. and small businesses. Yes, I am. And one of your dreams is to help mentor five hundred entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs to help and start their own businesses and create wealth here in the Philippines. Yes, that's true, Mike. Wow. And I haven't even mentioned super mom, multitasker. Yeah. So, and also you're involved in some, you, before this recording, we talked about some of the startup businesses, yes. tech startups you're involved in, and big dreams. So, serial entrepreneur. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I heard of that term from my friend, Martine. She was the first one who called me, wow, you're a serial entrepreneur. And the first time I heard it was, okay, so yeah, that's right. I have a lot of things going on. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. That's what, That's how you can actually describe me, probably. Okay, so you haven't stopped creating. And yeah, and still, yeah, still continuing to create a lot of stuff. Aside from all of those things. <laughs> yeah. Well, excellent. We're going, to get, we're going to learn a lot more as we go through this interview. So let me start with a question I asked all my guests, and it's joy. Okay. In the last 24 hours, what gave you joy? Well, um, I'm a parent, Mike, so um, that would be easy. My daughter. I have a two-year-old daughter, and she's the one who gives me joy every day. So uh, all of these things that I'm actually doing, a lot of people ask me, why do you want to help people create businesses? It's because when I look at my daughter, like when she's older, a few years, well, 
a lot of years from now, I want her to live in a world where she's safe, where the economy of the Philippines is actually probably booming, and where money isn't an issue. But a lot of people probably, I hope, would be in that state where they're actually looking to do things that they're passionate about, to do things to help the Philippines. Mm. So I want her to live in that kind of environment. Excellent. I love that. That's re- I love hearing the kind of the motive behind someone like you, who, who appears to so many people as so successful, but you, you're not stopped, you're not finished. Yeah. And that, to get to understand your motives, and such a noble motives, that's really yeah. inspiring. Because we were talking a while ago about really if people took time to do something that uh, they want, like a small thing that they that they can do to help the Philippines on a daily basis, we would actually be in a better place, mm. right, as a country. Yeah, excellent. So another question I always ask at the beginning is a quotation. Is okay. there, there's so many. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking of this. But um, something that Seth Godin said, like, be genuine, be remarkable, be someone people want to connect with. A lot of people ask me, uh, my mentees especially, they ask me, how do you succeed in becoming an entrepreneur? I think it's more about being open to helping other people. I know that a big word right now is collaboration, right? A lot of people are talking about collaborating with somebody else, collaborating with with a friend or something. But really, it's because you're trying to build relationships with these people and you're trying to get to that point where it's a win-win situation between you and that person. So that's what made Manila Workshops and all of the other ventures that I'm into successful because the team, not only me, the team is really in that state wherein they're really open to help Mm. others and open to collaborating with other entities even. Even competitors. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. So... When you think of the word successful, who comes to mind? When I think of the word successful, I think that's that's a hard one. Because for me, success, it really is not defined by material things. And a lot of us, when we're asked that question, we tend to mention a person who has who's got it all, who we think yeah. has got it all. Like, for example, Oprah. <laughs> we, we think she has it all. She has everything, personal trainer, a personal chef. But for me, the real definition probably of success is getting to that state where you're content and you're happy um, with the relationships that you, you have with your family, with, with others, with friends. Yeah. And you just have enough to get you by and to live your dreams. Mm. So right now, I really don't have that person in mind because I think it's a case-to-case basis. Mm. Like, if... I think it's a personal definition. It it has to come from the person himself or herself when we talk about success. So I can't mention a person because if I do mention someone people might think that, hey, I have to be like that person in order for me to be successful when it shouldn't be confined into an identity or a persona. I love that. Yeah. So greatness, success comes from within. Yes, exactly. Mm, So I think it's, it's an emotion that you feel when you know that you've actually done something for yourself or for the, for the community. Right, so Ooh, you might have given us a quote there. <laughs> An original quote. An original quote. A new definition of success. Yeah. I love that. I'll just repeat that. Success is an emotion that you feel when you've done something for others. Yes. Whether that be your family, your community. Yes. I love that. 
Mm. <laughs> so who knows future interviews people might be quoting, quoting you. me <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about your journey um, and the two of the questions I, I think would, our listeners would benefit from is what is the best advice that you have received the best advice would be probably leaving the legacy advice meaning it doesn't well for me the advice that I got was really from a book of Stephen Covey, which is leaving the legacy. I think I talked about it in one of the videos that I have for GTV. But it was something that really struck me that if you pass away in the future, you should have something that you have actually done and actually built or built. So that particular thing would be that legacy that you would leave behind when you're gone. So every day I'm striving to leave a legacy Mm. which is probably in that realm of entrepreneurship. I love that. To live, to love, to learn, to yes. leave a legacy. That's why I love, yeah, that's why I love, I love that the business that I put up, Manila Workshops, it's really for encouraging people to continue learning also. Mm. Now that you mentioned that quote, mm. yes. Um, to continue learning because you shouldn't stop learning yeah. really, whatever age, whatever stature. So you should continuously seek for knowledge. Awesome. And maybe you've already answered this, but if you were to recommend one book that has personally transformed your thinking? Oh, okay. My thinking. You know what? It's so funny because I was trying to think of that when you sent me the questions. I got to the first part of your, of your questionnaire, but it was Automatic Millionaire by David Back. So have you, have you ever seen that book? No, so basically the, the book is like teaching you how to grow your funds by creating systems, like automatic ways of how you can save and grow your funds. Yeah. So, but the book was obviously made for people in the U.S., so isn't re- it isn't really that applicable here. But in terms of like systems and processes, it is. So um, I read that when I was 25, around that age, 25 or 26 years old. And it really changed my life because it allowed me to think of my life in a, like, a whole new perspective. And I, I didn't want to stay in a... I think I was in advertising that time. And I said that when I had my own family, I didn't want to just go on the daily grind of, of having this job that I'm not really happy about. So, So... I looked for other sources of revenue also, other like another job that would actually help me fulfill that portion. And and I think um during that time I was also already looking for ways and means to create a system mm-hmm. wherein eventually this system would give me passive income. Yeah. So I was already in that trend of thought of looking for ways and means to create a system. And the book again, Automatic Millionaire. Millionaire, yeah, by David Back. David Back. So a lot of the, um, I must, when, when I talk, I usually emphasize on creating systems okay. and processes, especially for business owners, because when you, when you see how I do it with my businesses, it's really big on systems and processes. I yeah. really set up processes even before I implement the business mm. or whatever ideas that I have. Yeah. And I think it, helped me a lot in maintaining and sustaining the sustaining the business mm. and i think that's how it is um if we want to grow our funds we should see and create systems on how we can actually leverage like earning from these different activities fantastic no i love that i'll um, we'll include all the links to this in the show notes yeah sure um best of you.ph including all the 
the many businesses that, yeah. you, that you and I <laughs> yeah. undertake. So um, before we get into talking about um, adversity and setbacks, what excites you right now about the current businesses this year, the, 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 the current stage of your entrepreneur journey? What's the one thing that excites you the most? My gosh, I have so many plans, Mike. Um, well, my my main goal is really to build my main baby is actually Manila workshops, and okay. it's really uh, it has really helped me a lot in achieving that dream of um, trying to help other aspiring entrepreneurs yeah. start their own businesses. And um, what we want to do with Manila workshops is really for it to be a learning hub eventually, not only for people in the Philippines, but people all around the world where they can sell stuff about, where stuff like books, ebooks, workshops, yeah. mentoring sessions, where people can actually uh, purchase these things and learn from it, learn from those things like books and ebooks. So um, this is what excites me right now because I see the potential of mm. really helping a lot of people learn more about things through other people, mm. right? So I know that I don't want to call some people experts on different things. It's because I think knowledge comes from different people. We can I can learn from you even if you're an ordinary guy mm. in the street yeah. or something. I can learn something from you. Exactly. So we just want to em eliminate that concept of you can only learn from experts. So um, we're trying to encourage people who are uh, knowledgeable in certain areas. Like, for example, even like giving guitar lessons or piano lessons or ballet lessons or something like that. They can actually sell all of these training sessions or mentoring sessions or even one-on-one -on -one discussions with people in our site. So we're trying to create uh, that concept that learning can actually be from anyone and everyone. Mm. I'm, I'm going yeah. to quote you again here. <laughs> Eliminating the concept, the mindset that yeah. you can only learn, learn from, experts. from experts. And that is so false yeah. so we can learn from every single person yeah and i love that thank you so much for that <laughs> oh i'm learning so much <laughs> thank you mike um yeah. when you look back what you can answer this however you choose but what achievements are you most proud of most proud of i think it was when i got to the point where i realized that because Manila Workshops has been in the industry for almost three years already. And during that three years, there was a point when I realized that I was doing... I felt good because I, I knew deep inside that I was doing something good for society. And it was when I saw this mask. I was like waiting for people to go out of the class, a workshop. And I saw the smiles in their faces that... They hopefully they learned something from the workshops. They were so happy. They were talking to other people and stuff like that. And I realized that point that that I was doing something good. And I think that was the moment when I was I felt really proud of myself. Mm. It wasn't like an award that I got for speaking or something. It was just a simple moment. Mm. And I was looking at people going out of a room. Oh, I love that. I love so that. I don't know why, but I remember, I really remember clearly that, that mm. moment. Thank you. Actually, just some of our listeners may not know this. I have um, been a participant at Manila Workshops. Yeah, thank you for attending. <laughs> I, I really encourage people to go online, manilaworkshops.com. Oh, that was the, 
one of the best workshops I've I, I, I give this feedback one of the best workshops I have thank attended you so much in Mike. three years because yeah. as you've noticed that we really made the class really intimate yeah. where people get to interact and uh, during that class that you attended one of the attendees actually came to me and said in Tagalog iba pala talaga no which means wow your workshops are really different Mm. Um, she really didn't expect the interaction that she got, like not only with the speaker, right? Because because a lot of the workshops and talks that I've attended also before, um, like years ago, uh, there was this speaker just talking to people and not really interacting <laughs> with with us. One way. So very yeah, very one way. Yeah. So we really make our workshops interactive for both the students and they can also interact with the speaker, yeah. but with each other as well. So. The the challenge is really trying to sustain it. Obviously, mm. you have to have money to sustain all of these workshops. And when we pitch it, the the I think you're gonna ask me this later on. But challenges. One of the challenges is trying to get brands to to sponsor us because we charge a minimal fee, and it's mm. really just for us uh, for the venue for the food sure. right and the speaker. But really, um, we earn very little from each workshop mm. and. We need sponsors, more sponsors to back us up. But then it's so hard for us to get sponsors when we tell them it's X number of people. And normally speakers would look for events that are huge, right? Mm. If we tell them that um, we have a workshop for 20 or 30 people, but the value is really the interaction or the engagement exactly. with, the, exactly. with the brand, they don't get it. But there, we still do it because we believe in the human interaction that's in, yeah. involved in, in creating all of these workshops. Yeah, and I love the way, personally, because I think that human interaction is a critical ingredient for growth. Mm. Whether that be spiritual, um, entrepreneur, leadership, we yeah. need, we cannot do this, this journey on our own. Yeah. We cannot do this on our own. I love I love the way you think like yeah, that. Yeah, we're creating a community where people can actually be mm. the support group of their yeah. classmates. Yep, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's how we built Manila Workshops. It's, it was really, if you see it, we cater to different niches and we try to hone that community mm. so that it becomes a support group. Excellent. Yeah. So let's talk about adversity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were talking a bit about this before we did the recording. So it's a, it's a, it's a sensitive story topic for a lot of people yeah but the reality is a lot actually no not a lot every single person is fighting a hard battle yeah everyone is going through an adversity right now where some of our listeners including myself have moments where i think i want to quit yeah i, I want to quit so let's for you go back to maybe a ginger panic attack yeah <laughs> But can you tell us about a moment where maybe you're close to quitting? Why you didn't and the lesson that you learned from that adversity? Well, there are a lot of moments, Mike, when I really wanted to quit. I think every entrepreneur goes through that. I think there is not one moment, but there are lots of moments when mm. I thought about really quitting. Especially during the first few months of building Manila workshops. Yeah. Uh, as you know, I came from a corporate job. And there were a lot of times when I wanted to go back. <laughs> during the, especially during the first three months, I would wake up and ask my husband, what if I go back? <laughs> what if, now that I've... Because um, I quit when I was four months pregnant. Mm. Imagine that. So I, I knew that I had bills to pay. I knew I had this added responsibility of being a mother to a child. Yeah. And, and it was such 
big thing, right? That I really wanted to go back to a job wherein I could just earn a stable income. But then what really got me back on track was the bigger, higher purpose Mm. that we were discussing. My goal really was to help build. Well, in the beginning, it wasn't that. It was really just to spend more time with my daughter. Mm. But then as the business grew bigger, it was that higher purpose now of really trying to help people create their own businesses. Yeah. That's why initially the, the tagline really of Manila Workshops is turning your entrepreneurial dreams into reality. There wasn't any mention of personal goals. But when I went through all of these obstacles and challenges, I realized that there were a lot of factors that we needed to help this aspiring entrepreneur with. And It involved his or her personal life, right? So that's when we developed a lot of workshops for parents because we realized like for women like me, there are two instances in our lives that where I noticed, I don't know if there are statistics to back it up, but I've noticed that when they were about to get married or just got married... Uh, or when they were about to give birth, or when they just gave birth, that's that's when they planned planned to have uh, a business on their own, or like to 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 jump into entrepreneurship. So being uh, a mother that time, it helped me realize that I needed to help other people also in their personal life. That's mm. why we have parenting workshops, we have arts and crafts, and even with the arts and crafts, there's an entrepreneurial aspect to that. It's really for people who are going crazy already with all of the stuff on their minds, that they need an outlet, that they need something to do, something like creative where they can actually relax and Mm. and let out all of the stress that they're feeling Mm. so now with manila workshops um that's how we built the entire thing it's really to help people who are undergoing all of these obstacles Mm. and act as a support system to help you overcome it so yeah so it's really yeah a lot of things really like all the obstacles that i've faced and the challenges i really i think i really got through them because of one, looking back at that higher purpose of helping others achieve their dreams. And two, because of the support system that I have, my really supportive husband, my friends in the community of the work-at-home moms. I'm, I'm part of that work-at-home mom community. Yeah, so they've done a lot. In fact, yesterday, I, it's so funny, I was in a meeting with, with a brand and they, they were asking me about what I was doing. So I, I got to mention two friends um, who I met online and through this community that now we're really close friends. So whenever something like something comes up, a problem or, or something, I just turn to them and start messaging them on Facebook. And when I was telling the brand about these two friends, I got teary-eyed. Mm. So that was that was how impactful that our relationship mm. is for um is with me in terms of like dealing with my personal issues mm. or even with my my work issues. You can't make it on your own. Yeah, that's true. That's really true, that. Mike. So the two things I got from that was number one, looking at the higher purpose. Yes. And number two, is a supportive community. Yes. Beautiful. So. Before this recording, we're talking about adversity that comes from our loved ones. Yes. And there is a lot of our listeners right now who have maybe dreams they want to pursue, that they want to turn into reality, but are heavily discouraged 
yeah. by those closest to them. Yeah. Whether that be a partner or their own family, mm. um, or a close friend. I know I've personally gone through this, and it's the most painful of yeah. all. And a lot of people have, have gone through it. What advice would you give? And I know there's no golden one thing you can say that's going to yeah. make it all better. But for those people right now that are going through a challenge within their own family who are not giving them the encouragement, that supportive community that would really help them, what advice can you give that person right yeah. now? In my, in my workshops, I always start with, uh, okay, I always, I actually know myself and I know that I'm not a motivational speaker. <laughs> so I'm really into like details and specifics of how you're going to implement things. So but I always start my sessions with um, the reason why you're doing it. And that's why I'm a fan of uh, Start With Why, yes, right? Yes, I know. Because really, you really have to start with, with your why. Because it's the only thing that you can turn back to or look at during times like this when you feel like you don't have support from family, from friends. Mm. And... The only thing that you can look back at is that, really, right? So I advise them is really have that clear reason why or why is that they're doing this thing. Why are they going into entrepreneurship? Yeah. So if it's that higher purpose, um, then just think about it logically. It's a business. So yeah. sometimes you just have to compartmentalize your emotions and just go with things and decide logically as to what you're going to do. Mm. I remember this person who messaged me and he was telling me that um, his family didn't support him yeah. with this business that he had. And I was asking him, what did he mean by not supporting him? Mm. And he said that they weren't buying his products or something <laughs> like that. But then I was asking him, so is there, like, if they don't buy your products, will it be a big issue with, with your bottom line? Will it have a big impact to your bottom line? Or will it affect you? Or And he was saying, well, when in that sense, it, it wouldn't affect him. But he's constantly reminded of that every day when he wakes up. And he thinks that the family is not supportive, something like that. But then he realized that it wouldn't really affect him. It wouldn't really affect his business. So I think you just have to compartmentalize emotions when mm. you're handling a business and think logically. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And uh, the one thing I would challenge you that you're not a motivational speaker. I have been, I've read some of your articles and I've yeah. spoken to you and you've really, really inspired me. Thank so, you, Mike. And there's one, one particular, I will link this in the show notes, but an absolutely beautiful piece that Ginger recently wrote on her blog, mommyginger.com. Yes. And it was inspired by a recent tragic death of two people in this, in this crash. And Ginger, you just went on this... And this, I really encourage your listeners to go and read this, but there was, was a, a sense looking for when moments of tragedy happen, whether that be to famous people or people close to our family. Yeah. It's a great... It's an opportunity to kind of reflect on what is the meaning of my life. Yeah. So maybe do you want to just talk us through some of the thoughts that yeah. you were... Yeah, because I was thinking during the time that I was writing it, yeah. and it was probably also the weather, that's why I was a bit emotional. <laughs> yeah, but the reality is we only think about the meaning of life 
when something bad happens to us mm. or if we find out, for example, if we find out that we have a, a grave disease or an illness, yes. right? But we don't go through that process of really thinking of what our purpose in life is. Yeah. And it's it's a pity that if we just realize that with a small thing that we can do every day, mm. we can actually make the world a better place. Yes. And... There. So I just wanted through that article, I just wanted to get to people and try to help them and make them realize that it's as simple as doing something, yeah. right? Doing something good every day. Yeah. So that that was what the article was about. Mm. I love it. I really yeah. love it. And we'll link it to our show notes once again, best to you.ph. Mm. To, it impacted me. I didn't expect it when I started to read it. Yeah. But it really did impact me. So I appreciate Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Appreciate that. Okay, fun section. Okay. So, you can say, I refuse to answer that question. Okay. I, res- I will respect that. <laughs> I can say pass. Pass, you have a skin. But hypothetically, if you were to punch <laughs> someone in the face... What? Who, punch who someone be? in the face? Wait, I don't... Can I pass? I'm not that type of person. <laughs> I'm not violent. Of course. Yeah, right. pass. <laughs> let me uh, maybe ask a better question. Point. And maybe you don't have to mention a name, but in terms of what frustrates you or what makes you angry, because I believe anger is a good emotion. Okay, it, yeah. It, uh, anger, well, wait, I'll, I'll clarify that. Anger we feel when we see things can be turned into positive energy. Yes. In terms of, so I would like, because you're human, just like me, okay, you tell I, me yeah, something I know. that I makes know. you angry yeah. that you want to convert into positive energy. I meet a lot of people every day and my, my schedule is super booked all the time. And and when I meet people who are like really gifted and talented and they're like, they don't realize it, right? And I'm super frustrated because they have so much potential in like changing or making the world a better place and yet they don't realize it. So mm. it's something like just I just want to shake them. <laughs> That's it. That's a feeling, not punching. Actually, I just want to shake them. Maybe <laughs> throw water in their face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a more general there, way. Yeah. I it's it. we have a term actually in the Philippines. It's called giggle. I just pinanggigigilan ko sila. Ah, I love it. Giggle. Giggle. It's my yes. word of the day. When you look back at this past year, what yeah. has surprised you about yourself? It always surprises me that I'm still doing vanilla workshops and it has gotten this far. I remember when I started vanilla workshops, I was really scared that mm. it might not fly and it might be like a failed business. And after a year, I needed, like, I would probably need to close it down. But mm. now that I think about it, um, and during that time, I would pray like every day that someone a brand would want to partner with us would find out about us or even speakers would find out about us but now i get when i get to receive like emails from people wanting to collaborate and brands wanting to to work with us i'm really appreciative of all of these things and i'm really surprised actually Mm -hmm. until now i'm surprised that i get emails and I think it's not just me because my team members, like there was this workshop director, I call them workshop directors under Manila Workshops. Mm. One of the lady that helps me, who helps me with this, she went to a big conference and we had a booth there and people would pass by and say, hey, Manila Workshops, it's Manila Workshops. And she was also surprised that people would actually know our brand. Mm. And she was so happy. She texted me, Ginger, guess what? A lot of people know about us. <laughs> and that was just like a month ago. Yeah. 
So we're still in shock and still surprised that happily surprised that people people know about our brand. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Is there anything about you? I know you've actually shared so much on your blog. Yeah. Uh, even your life yes, list. Yes. Some, so there's so much information about your blog <laughs> uh, about you, and I really appreciate that because the more vulnerable you become, the more people will learn from you and the more they will love you yeah it's in line with the quote that i mentioned like yeah. be genuine be right? genuine so, i love that initial quote yeah. so even though you've shared so much <laughs> is there something about you that only a few people would know would you like to share with i would talk in the evening like after like sleeping a bit i would actually blurt out stuff like and talk to my husband okay. <laughs> and, and he would say what is that? Where did that come from? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I would just blurt out stuff like, what do you think of the ASEAN integration conference that we built? <laughs> something like that. Like after five minutes of just silence, I would say something. <laughs> so that would always get him. He would always laugh at me for doing that. <laughs> the random thoughts. Yeah, yeah, random thoughts in the evening. Like mm. after silence of five minutes, I would speak and throw out words. <laughs> yeah, excellent. What about in terms of, because I know what I, one of the many reasons I admire you is this lifelong learner mindset. Yeah. Did you, I cannot ever see you saying, that's it, I know everything, I've stopped now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's... Uh, so for you, can you just share with our listeners, is there something, is there a skill or a piece of knowledge that you're trying to master right now that you want to share with us? Right now, it's, well... There isn't one thing that I want to like really master right mm. now. My mind is really focused on on helping others build their businesses. Mm. And and I think being an entrepreneur, you really get to learn from people who have done it in the past. And yeah. my my way of I talked about processes and systems, right, a yeah. while ago. And the way I get to learn, I'm not really a person who reads a lot because um, well, I read stuff online, but in terms of like books, um, it takes me a while to finish one book, sure. really. But I learn through, maybe people can actually do what I do, but that's why I'm sharing this. But I learn through conversations. Mm. Um, that's my number one source of knowledge. Mm. That's why I love meeting people, because I get to learn more about different industries. Like recently, I just met this group of people who were good at hypnotizing people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right? So... I met with them because I was really curious of what they were doing as a group. So there, I so I get to learn a lot of things through mm. conversations. I love that. That's yeah. a, a very unique insight. Yeah. I appreciate that. And actually, that links nicely into our, um, our next section, which is on productivity. Yeah. So is there a productivity habit that you have that others may benefit from? Productivity habit. Oh, I think we were talking about this a while ago, like productivity tools. Well, I have, what I do with my calendar is really sync it to Google Calendar. So yeah. that's one of the tools that I use. But when I talk to people about time management and productivity, yeah. product, there you go, productivity. <laughs> <laughs> productivity. It's really a day-to-day uh, -day struggle. Yeah. So you can't really perfect that. So... Yes, we may have productivity and time management workshops, which may probably help you. And like, the, we can give you the tools, we can share with you what we do. But 
really it's a personal choice of which tools that works for you and it's a day-to-day struggle of really managing Mm -hmm. the time with the family and managing time with whatever you're doing your career your work your your business um, what I do is there. So everything's on Google Calendar, even my dates with my husband, even the like bringing my daughter to the doctor or yeah. bringing her to school, they're all in Google Calendar. Yes. So it's my life. Um, in terms of projects, I, I use Trello. Okay. So for all of the projects that I manage, it's um, for data storage. I use obviously I use uh, One or Dropbox yeah. or um, actually Drive. Also, so I have different uh, storage tools that I use for different businesses. But there, so in terms of calendar, um, everything's on Google Calendar. But um, in terms of priority, obviously, if my daughter gets sick, it's always family first. Mm -hmm. So I have to um, move schedules around, meetings around. But when you create that calendar, it's always, uh, you should have a clear um, list of your priorities in your mind already. Yeah. Like obviously, if it's family first, then you have to follow that. It's yeah. family first. So your calendar should reflect your priorities. Yes, yes. I love that. And I actually want to just compliment you on, because uh, not everyone does this, and putting your family and personal stuff into the one Yes. That <laughs> really, really does that. People think, when I started doing that thing, I'm like, why would you put that in? And, yeah. You know, I, I want to protect that time. Yeah, I remember this conversation with my sister. and She was inviting me, like, for a family dinner. <laughs> and I, I asked her politely. <laughs> I said, can you, can you send me a Google invite? What? Why do I have to send you a Google invite? She was please, can you? So now a lot of people know that if they need to schedule something with me, yeah. they send me a Google invite. It works. Yeah. I thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So, Ginger, one of the, I think the most personally for me the most powerful word in productivity and success is the word no. So, what is the one thing that you have said no to? It could be a thing or a person that has helped you the most. No. There are a lot of times when I said no, but there are more times that I've said yes. And okay, in terms of saying no. I have a person who always bugs me, which is my husband, (laughs) and he always reminds me to always say no, Mm. because I'm the type of person, and I know that there are a lot of people like me there Mm. who are ashamed or or like um, shy to say no to things, but in the whole, I think what helped me in saying no to people is that now I have a clear idea of what, where I want my business to go and where I want to take it. Mm. So from there, if you, have, if you have a goal in mind already, it's easier for you to like reject things or say no to things or, or whatever, or people that is not actually in line with what you're doing right now. Mm. So, yeah, so if you have a clear vision or yeah. goal, then it's easier for you to say no. Exactly. I love that. That's very, very helpful. Yeah. I really appreciate that. So three questions left. Okay. (laughs) And these are three questions that I I think they're deep, deep insights that you want and you can share as much or as little as you choose so. Okay. And I think you've already touched on some of the answers to these questions throughout the interview. But for the the Philippines and for the Filipino people currently living in the Philippines and or OFWs, OFWs around the world, yeah. what is your dream 
for this country and its people? My dream is really for it to have a better economy, mm. basically. It's, it's very clear in my mind. And, and the way that I can help the economy, even if I'm an ordinary lady, I mean, I'm not someone, I'm not a celebrity, I'm not someone out there that, I'm not a government official who can actually make big changes. But what I see is that I can help people become entrepreneurs because we know that if you're a small business, you generate jobs. And with these Mm. jobs, you can help uh, with the unemployment rate. So you can bring it down. You can help bring it down. And eventually, it leads to a better economy. Mm. So that's my dream for the Filipino people. And I'm not talking about the Filipinos here. That's Mm. why we created webinars also for our brothers and sisters who are not in the Philippines, our our OFW Mm. countrymen. And it's because I want to help these people realize also that they can start businesses even if they're uh, far away, if, even if they're living in other countries. And they, yeah. can, they can actually start businesses. And when it becomes successful and it, it's something that, that can sustain their lifestyle, they can eventually come back. Mm. And um, I appreciate that, particularly yeah. that message, because I believe this, this show is for all Filipinos around the world. Yes. And there will be people... All around the world, yeah. from Americas, uh, across Asia and Europe, and even Africa. Yeah, and my heart really goes out to these OFWs because mm. I've I've seen a lot of families that are separated mm. because they need to, yes. not because they want to. And yes. I think it's really important that I, for an individual, right, to, to be close to your family. Yes. Yes. So that's why we're trying our best. Burn, burn is the... Uh, president of uh, chairman, sorry, pre- chairman of the Angat Pilipinas Coalition. So it's a group, Facebook group right now. But I think they've already um, registered as a nonprofit organization. Their goal is really to f- teach financial literacy to Filipinos all around the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm really helping them because I want, I, I want to help these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ginger, I want you to take you back to the twenty-year-old Ginger. <laughs> Do you remember her? Yeah. Remember what she looks like? <laughs> yeah. But not. Yeah, yeah. So what if you were to go back, or if you were to have just a five-minute conversation with her, yeah. what, what would you say to her? Just continue what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think one of the lessons that I've realized is that you should never regret things that you've already done. Mm-hmm. Because you can, yes, it may it might be a cliche to say this, that you learn from it, but... A lot of the things that I've gone through made me who I am right now. So I'm really grateful for all of the experiences, for all of the challenges that was thrown at me mm. in my early 20s. And mm. and for those probably who are still young right now, yes, I know that they are saying that the millennial generation right now is more of pursuing passion and everything. And I believe in that mm. because... I think what makes you really happy every day is if it's your, if you're doing something that you're really passionate about. Mm. I got this really beautiful, actually not a quote, but saying just from, from this 11-year-old boy who attended the workshop. And he said that what you do during the time that you procrastinate is what you should be doing when you're an adult. <laughs> Yes. And it makes it made sense. I don't know, but it made sense because I was asking him, "What do you, what do you want to do when you grow up?" He mm. said, "I want to be a game developer." I said, "Go why? Because I love playing games while I procrastinate." Mm. 
like, oh, wow, I should have had that insight when I was 20. Yeah. But yeah, it, it should be something that you're really passionate about. When you wake up each day, you're, you're like raring and daring to go out there and make a difference. Okay. So before I ask my last question, uh, the question I ask all guests, I first of all want to acknowledge and appreciate you, Ginger. Oh, thank you so much, Mike. I have heard from multiple people, um, especially three people that have been mentored by you of the positive impact you have had on their journey in creating businesses here in the Philippines. Thank you. And you yeah. you may consider yourself an ordinary person, <laughs> just an ordinary you. mom, but you are doing extraordinary things. Yeah. And we are given, all of us are given only one life. And to live it, not just focus on lifestyle, but as you said, on a higher purpose. Yes. And to make a difference, not just in our families, but in the wider communities, to create value for others. You've um, really inspired me, so continue on this journey. Thank we, you, Mike. The world yes. needs more people. We, like will. we, we will. We will. Yeah. <laughs> so the last question, Ginger, and this show is called The Best of You. Okay. Um, we exist to help inspire people to go further faster, to ultimately become the best version of, of themselves. Yes. What is the final advice you would give to our listeners on how they can become the best version of themselves? I think it will be trying to learn something new every day. Um, I'm an advocate of continuous learning. So every day, should, they should take time to learn something new and um, improve themselves. Whether it be a certain skill or just additional knowledge that they get from other people, try to intentionally learn something. Every single day. Every single day. And I think you'll be a better person more knowledge with all of that knowledge that you got from people, from books, from podcasts, from mm -hmm. videos, wherever. And when you get to that point that you have, when you find that passion through looking and through searching and through the knowledge that you got from different people, then pursue that passion mm -hmm. and try to make the world a better place. I love it. Ginger, thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. Until next time. God bless you. Thank you. And there you have it, folks. An amazing, amazing interview with the one, the only, super mom and serial entrepreneur, my good friend, Ginger Abraleda. Whew. Well, lots of inspiring stuff there. Really lots of insights, authentic passion that Ginger shared with us on her story and lessons that she's learned. And really, now it's over to you and me. And what are you, we going to do about this? What are, and here's my challenge to all our listeners. It's what's the one thing that you're taking from this? Uh, what's the one thing that you can take from this that you can apply to your life? The one thing that you can uh, take from this that will help you go further faster, that would help you on your journey to become the best version of you. So we want to hear about it. We really do. We do this interviews for you. It's all to inspire you. This is the home of inspiration for Filipinos around the world both in the Philippines and our OFWs all around the world. This is all for you guys, and we really want to know if this is helping you. So please give us the feedback. Go on to bestofyou.ph, post your comments on the show notes, Facebook. This is on the, show, on the website. You'll see show notes, which will be able to link all the links that uh, referenced, Ginger referenced in this episode. Uh, but we really do want to hear about you, and if this is helping you, give us feedback and share. Share with your fellow Filipinos around the world, give them the share on social media, give them the links, encourage them to 
listen to these episodes while they're stuck in traffic or exercising or however you choose to listen. This is all about helping Filipinos around the world go further faster. So please share and be social. And lastly, if you're a sponsor and you took value from this and you would like to partner with us, uh, please get in touch. Bestofyou.ph has all our contact details and we can talk about how we can explore ways how we can deliver more value to Filipinos around the world, more inspiration, more empowering messages uh, to help all our listeners become the best version of you. So that's it for me for today. Another episodes next week and the week after that. And I'm so excited. This is an absolute joy that I'm doing this and it's going to get better every single episode. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much.